0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. This is Chuck Smith and I am here to bring you the post-game show following Germany's 1-1 draw with England. And let me tell you, that was a crazy intense match. It was a lot of fun to watch, but it was extremely unlucky that Germany came out of that match with a draw. We will hit on exactly how that happened. It was a it was a somewhat controversial turn of events. That led to that. But let's start out with uh, how things (laughs) worked out in terms of just trying to be able to watch this game. Of course, Fox has the rights to the UEFA Nations League in the United States. So, for those of us in America, it was not easy to find this because Fox, of course, decided to broadcast Italy versus Hungary. So, you had to go and find a streaming service unless you had Fubo TV, which I don't believe anyone I know has so we had to really dig deep and find a legal non-pirated stream uh, to be able to watch this match of course it was in Spanish but that's okay because you could still see the match and uh, to be honest sometimes the announcers don't bring that much to it anyway sometimes I do there are a lot of great ones out there like Phil Bonney and Derek Ray but other times um, sometimes the commentary just isn't that great so uh, just being able to see it was more than enough for us at BFW. So uh, once we were able to find a way to watch it, we were entertained and it was a great match. It was a phenomenal match for Germany. Like I said, it was very unlucky. Uh, I believe that Germany was the better side. I believe they outplayed England and uh, just overall, though, it was, it was a great match. And I think we should just appreciate that part of it. Uh, so let's start from the beginning in this one and let's unpack it a little bit. Hansi Flick made some changes to his lineup. Uh, he inserted Kai Havertz, Lucas Klosterman, David Rahm, Jamal Musiala, Mousiala, Nico Schlatterbeck, and Ilkai Gundogan. Oh, and also Jonas Hoffman, who played a big role in why Germany was so good in this match. Uh, as far as those uh, new insertions into the lineup went, I thought they all actually performed really well. Um, I thought Havertz, while he did not score, he did not get on the score sheet there. He was a menace in the offensive end. He created a lot of chaos, uh, and it was definitely a team effort, but I thought Havertz held his own in the striker role. Klosterman and Rahm as outside backs, I thought, did exceptionally well. Like any set of defenders, there were some shaky moments there, but what I thought they brought to the table was not just uh, some speed and athleticism, but they also were able to get up the pitch, make some contributions offensively, but were able to make some key defensive plays as well. So I liked, really liked what I saw out of those two, especially Jamal Musiala was an enigma in the lineup. And I think it's very difficult to look at him and to say that Leroy Sané deserves to start over Musiala, not just for Germany, but for Bayern Munich as well. Musiala was a difference maker. Again, not a player who got on the score sheet, but one who did so much to make England uncomfortable. And he did so in a way that I think just shows he deserves to play more. And I think he deserves to be in the 11. I think Hansi Flick is going to have to troubleshoot away to find uh, a spot for him in that 11. Uh, Nico Schlatterbeck, I thought he had some great moments early in the game. He was all over the field covering the defense. Did some really great things. Unfortunately, was caught up in what I would say uh, was a controversial and unlucky call, a penalty on Schlatterbeck, which ultimately led to the game uh, being tied very late in the contest. Gundogan, uh, he provided some stability in the midfield. I thought he made some really good decisions. And to be honest, this was about as energetic as I've seen Gundogan play for Germany in a long time. And just think, it was only a few months ago that he... Decided he wasn't going to play uh, international ball anymore, but now here we are. Flick talked to him, convinced him, and it looks like Flick is getting the best out of him. Jonas Hoffman, another guy that Flick has invested into, another player that Flick has went on the record as saying he likes. He's a player who Flick wanted at Bayern Munich and did not get. Uh, Just was excellent. And Hoffman's versatility, whether he's playing in the central midfield, out on the wing, or as an outside back, He gives Flick and the coaching staff that type of flexibility to create lineups and really adjust to what the other teams are doing by being able to move Hoffman around really great effort from Hoffman. So uh, those insertions into the lineup, I thought were great. They worked out and they really set the tone for the match. Um, But let's give you the rundown now of how things went in the first half. uh, Of course, Things uh, got a little bit crazy. Uh, There was a lot of back and forth. And, um, you know, really like at that point, like Germany felt like they were in control, but England was throwing together some good spurts as well. It was just a lot of fun though. It was exciting. And you could tell that something good was building from both teams. They were playing like this game meant something, whether you want to say it was a Euro final or a world cup match, whatever, but it felt way more important than a UEFA Nations League match. No offense the UEFA Nations League. Uh, as far as the second half goes, oh, wow. So in the 50th minute, we saw Joshua Kimmich slide Jonas Hoffman, just a deft little pass. Hoffman converted. He hit a hard shot, which Jordan Pickford got a piece of, but could not keep out of the net. Hoffman, that just capped off what was just a really, really strong effort for Hoffman. I thought he was another player that really made a strong case. Uh, as being a worthwhile contender for a spot in the starting 11. Where he fits, we don't know as of yet. He can play so many different positions. But uh, he is a Swiss army knife of sorts that Flick can probably move in and out of the lineup in a couple of different roles and will probably get a good effort from him. So uh, I think Hoffman was probably really happy with how he played. I think Flick was, was happy with how Hoffman played. In the 65th minute, Germany did make some changes. Uh, Timo Werner came on for Musiala. Serge Gnabry came on for Hoffman. Uh, Werner and Gnabry, I thought, did pretty well. Werner created some chaos, brought some energy to the match, and he almost gave Germany a second goal. But Pickford made a really sensational play in coming out and being able to challenge Werner's shot. I think if... Pickford would have hesitated for a split second. Werner would have scored and Germany would be walking away as the victor in this one, but, um, didn't work out that way. Uh, we did see in the 75th minute Leon Gretzka come on for Thomas Muller. And, uh, you know, our guy, uh, the captain of the Muller mafia, I need no name. Um, he wanted me to mention this and he said, of course, when Muller came out of the match that Germany's press and midfield control once again went poof. Okay, so he's got a point there. There definitely was, um, you know, I don't want to say a lack of aggression or or being assertive after Muller was subbed off. It's a different element. Uh, I do think at that point some of the players had some heavy legs uh, you know, as we know, it, it's it's not easy in that intense of an environment to to go the full ninety. So Gunduan at some point was definitely feeling it a little bit. Kimmich looked like he had lost a bit of his his a little bit of hop in his step. Same for Havertz, who really spent a lot of energy when he was playing striker pressing and putting uh, pressure on that England defense. Uh, in the eighty third minute, Leroy Sané came on for Gunduan. And in the 87th minute, Nico Schlotterbeck was uh, given a, a yellow card. It was really unfortunate because I thought Schlotterbeck had, had had a good game. Uh, a ball broke through. Uh, Kane had a step on Schlotterbeck. And this is probably why he got the call. It looked like Kane clipped Schlotterbeck from behind when Kane had the step on him. Schlotterbeck fell into the back of Kane and it was a penalty. And I I will say this, um, it was unfortunate, unlucky. Do I think it was a foul? It's really tough to say. I didn't think so initially. After seeing the replay a few times, I'm kind of on the fence with it. Like, I can see why the referee looked at it and decided to award the penalty. But it's just, it was really unlucky and unfortunate. And Kane, of course, converted that penalty kick not at the game in the 88th minute and that's how it ended but it was really unfortunate because one it was a terrific game overall by both teams and I felt like Germany deserved to win the match unfortunately they only walk away with the draw but it was a good draw it was a good effort and I think that Hansi Flick and his team can really build from it um, just early in the match Germany was i felt very assertive and very much in control. Like I said, Schlauterbeck was all over the field and really proving proving himself. Antonio Rudiger, another player who I just felt like had a strong match. And Rudiger has grown into that role as Germany's leader on the back line. I know he's had his detractors over the years, but he's gotten better and he's gotten more consistent. And I think that's all you can really ask from him. Uh, He just has become stable and that's what Germany needs. Thomas Muller had a strong showing, Kai Havertz I thought was very good. Like I said, Jamal Musiala was great. Um, One thing that does get lost in everything, and, you know, it's very unfortunate because this guy might be the GOAT, but he rarely gets the credit he deserves. And Manuel Neuer I thought was excellent today. His decision-making, his ability to uh, be strong with the ball at his feet, even under pressure. He gives Germany such a weapon uh, in that, and I thought he had some very clutch saves. It was unfortunate how the game went down and how England got the goal, but Neuer was just a – he was great, and I feel like, uh, you know, this was just yet another strong performance from him. So, uh, you know, Hansi Flick pushed all of the right buttons. And I got to say, we need to appreciate what Flick is doing, because if you, anyone that had to live through the last couple of years of that Yogi Love era, it was a lifeless team. There was no pulse to it. There was no energy. This team is jumping. This team is exciting. And they play great style. It was fun. It's kind of funny because I read a, you know some quotes from Jamal Musiala before the game where he was comparing Julian Nagelsmann and Hansi Flick and, and just... Musiala was talking about how much more aggressive Flick was in his tactics, and I think Musiala hit the nail on the head. This Germany, this aggressive Germany, this Germany that takes chances offensively and pushes forward all the time is exciting, and they're fun, and they're good. It, it's, I get that the possession-based game that Yogi Love wanted to play. I get why he was doing it at the time, but it, it, it made for a boring game. It took the life out of the team. And it's just good to see that in, that life and that energy injected back into the veins of Germany as they are looking to build some momentum heading into the World Cup later this year. Uh, we talked a little bit about Hoffman, but it's very key to note that he is repaying Flick for that belief in him. Hoffman is a, is a player that has been overlooked a lot in his career. And it's very interesting to me that even back in his Bayern Munich days, Hoffman was a player that flick wanted to bring in. Of course, when I say Bayern Munich days, I mean flick. Uh, And, you know, again, Hoffman was one of those players that I think that flick was butting heads with management on. And and of course, flick did not get him. And uh, it makes you wonder like how big of a piece could Hoffman have been with Bayern Munich over the past couple of years And would that have uh, been enough to maybe keep Hansi Flick at the club? But uh, it's water under the bridge at this point. But, you know, Hoffman's just the latest player who you could say Flick is getting the best out of. What I've seen out of, Kai Havertz and David Rum and Lucas Klosterman and Thomas Muller and Ilkai Gundogan and Timo Werner, they're all just playing better for Germany than they did with their clubs at the end of the season. And maybe that's coincidence. Maybe they're a little more fresh after having some time off. But they look good. Rudiger looks great. Schlatterbeck, even though he had a great season, looked good today. I'm super impressed with the job that Flick has done. And, you know, I've been on the stick with Flick bandwagon since the very beginning Uh, but this is you know this is impressive what he's doing and I think he's got Germany heading into the right direction and he's pushing them toward great things now can they get there I don't know yet but I'm starting to believe that they can maybe that's you know maybe I'm an albatross and probably shouldn't say that but I do think that this team is now starting to look like they're capable of being a serious contender for the World Cup And and that's interesting because just even a year and a half ago, I didn't feel like that was remotely possible for this world cup cycle. So, um, you know, this, this game was just one more sign that it's a terrific, it's a terrific run that this team is on in terms of just building back that momentum. This was a good sign of things to come. And I think that Hansi flick is just pushing all of the right buttons right now. And, some people might say, well, this was a draw. I mean, what are you, why are you so excited over a draw? this If you saw the match and you saw what Flick is able to get out of those players and how they played together after a brief training camp, um, I don't know. I just think it's great. I think the team's headed in the right direction, and I came away super impressed. Uh, you know, the last thing I would probably say is that it's just refreshing to see this. Because I think for a long time there, a lot of us felt like Germany was headed toward a rut. I think there were a lot of doubts about the talent in the country. I think that people were not sure what the direction was of this squad. But now I think there's a clear direction. There is a clear style of play that makes the opposition uncomfortable. And with that, I think that's, that is how Germany can get around some of their perceived faults. We hear about the lack of a true striker. And sure, who wouldn't like to have Erling Holland or Robert Lewandowski leading their attack? But because Germany has such versatile attackers, because they have so many capable weapons, Flick might be able to get into that laboratory and concoct a way for this all to work. So I'm extremely happy with it. I'm very interested to see what your comments are on this match. I think we'll be a mixed bag. I think some people... We'll probably be a little disappointed that it ended in a draw, but not me. Uh, I liked what I saw. I'm looking at the bigger picture here, and I think this was a great sign of things to come for Germany. Uh, as always, you can get me at the barrel blog on Twitter, you can get the site at Bavarian FB Works, you can get Tom at Tommy Adam 71, you can get I Need No Name at BFWINNN. you can get Jake at Jefferson Fenner, and you can get Samarin Schnitzel and Teddy. I always, uh, ha- I've always been forgetting to include Teddy now that he's a part of uh, the podcast team, but I got him in there this time. You can get all of them on our site daily, so uh, check out what they're writing, check out whatever podcast they drop. But thanks again for listening. This was a fun match. Uh, and definitely hit the comments and let me know what you thought, because I want your feedback on how you think this went. Uh, again, appreciate everything you guys do in terms of listening and reading the site. We'll catch you next time. I'll be back with a weekend warm up podcast that will drop on Friday. See you later.